What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. What a show I have for you in store this evening. It's going to be a great show. This is going to be a podcast that you'll remember for a long time. Didn't record earlier this week at all. Um, Just didn't feel like it because I'm casual like that. So uh, I thought I would just do one big episode that covered last week's games. And then, uh, of course, go through what I think is going to happen this week. So let's jump right in. I'm not going to waste any time. I'm looking at the scores from last week. Let's start with uh, the two top dogs in the Big Ten. Ohio State started the weekend. They beat Arkansas State ho-hum 45-12. The big story on this for me was that they did not cover the 43 and a half. So um, I did not start out well on that bet. I still like Ohio State a lot. They're just not winning by as much as I'd, I'd like them to or how much I think that they should be winning by. But that's all right. Um, not Not much else to talk about with this game. Again, Arkansas State, there's nothing really to say about that. Uh, Michigan, next game. This was a night game. Um, I watched this game almost in its entirety. Lots of stories coming out of this. Um, We'll get to those in just a second. But Michigan wins the game 56-10. to If you watch the game, I think that everybody in the stadium and everybody that watched it on TV knows that this game could have easily went to 80 points, which is what I predicted. I think if the starter stayed out there, it, it could have got to 80. Definitely 70, no problem. Um, but again, Michigan does not cover. They give up 10 points. The spread was 50 and a half when I took it. And, um, that's okay though. They still won by 46 against a really bad. Some people are saying the worst college football team, uh, this year, but, uh, you know, the good thing for Michigan, a lot of guys that don't usually play got some reps. Um, one of those guys is Cade McNamara. He's not going to be playing much going forward, but he got some reps in this game. Didn't look good again. This is two weeks in a row that Cade. Remember, this is the guy that led Michigan to the Big Ten Championship last year. Um, he lost his job this weekend. J.J. McCarthy is going to be the starter going forward for Michigan. He'll get another tune-up game against UConn this week before Big Ten play starts. Um, but J.J. looked really good. He had one incomplete pass. That pass was to Ronnie Bell for a straight-up drop. Hit him right in the chest. So uh, good game for Michigan. Um, So let's stay right in that state too. We'll go to Michigan State. They did cover. They did win big. 52-0 against Akron. Um, Back-to-back weeks playing a Mac school. They handled business. As I said last week, I thought that Michigan State would look better week two. They didn't look bad against Western Michigan, but they didn't look great. Um, But against Akron, they played much better. That was my first cover of the weekend. They covered the 34 and a half. So thank you to the Spartans for that. They got a big game coming up that we're going to talk about in just a minute. Uh, Upset, first upset of the weekend, Wisconsin lost to Washington State. This was a 17-point spread. They were supposed to win by more than two touchdowns. They didn't even score 17. The other team did. They scored 17, exactly. They lost 17 to 14. Wisconsin is down terribly right now. Down terribly. In fact, I'm going to get on a little side tangent real quick. The Big Ten West 
is so bad right now that if you had to put money on it, you would have to say that Minnesota is going to be the team that's coming out of the Big Ten West. I'm trying to look up the standings, right? I don't know why I'm looking up the standings. It's pointless because nobody in the West is winning. Uh, Minnesota is 2-0, and that's it. Um, a couple teams have some other wins, but everybody else, I mean, Northwestern's technically in first place in the West right now because they beat Nebraska, who more stories coming on that as well, but just such a big week in the Big Ten this 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 week. I can't even know. I don't even know if I can fit all the stories in. But uh, Northwestern's leading the West right now. They're, that's not going to stay. Minnesota's by far the best team in the West. You look at Iowa playing bad. You look at Wisconsin just lost again. Um, Illinois, I still like. They're my dark horse still coming out of the West. Um, and then, of course, Purdue's always going to play tough. But the West is just so bad right now compared to the East. You look at the East, they got three teams, three, that you could argue should be in the top 10 nationally right now in Ohio State, Michigan, and then, of course, uh, Michigan State. And then Penn State creeping up as well. They're 2-0 now. So uh, when you're talking about the divisions, the East is definitely killing the West right now. Um, that's, that's just, I mean, there's, there's no arguing it. The West is just bad. Maybe they should realign the conference. I don't know. Um, you scroll down a little bit further, you see Duke beat Northwestern. I can't remember exactly if I said I, that was for sure going to happen, but I did say that Duke was going to play tough. Um, I think I said they were going to win outright. They did. doesn't matter. I called it. I didn't bet on it, but I called it Duke wins at Northwestern. Um, tough loss for Northwestern, but uh, we'll see if they can bounce back this week. Penn State beats Ohio. Another game that I said they were going to cover, and they did. Penn State covers the 24. They win 46-10. to 10. Um, Their running back, Nicholas Singleton, he is quickly creeping up my list for favorite running backs in the Big Ten. I think it's him. I think it's Chase Brown. I think it's Jalen... I can't remember his last name, but it starts with a B from Michigan State. Looks really good. And I would say Blake Corum as well, but he's splitting snaps right now, and he's playing such bad teams that it's hard to say. So I would say those three guys right there, Jalen Br- – I think it's not Brunson, is it? That's a basketball player. Jalen, 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 Jalen. I'll figure it out later. Um, but he's playing well for Michigan State. And then Nicholas Singleton. Um and then, of course, uh, my guy Chase Brown for Illinois, all playing really good at the running back spot. Maryland, huge win over Charlotte. They should have done that. They did do it. Fifty Scored 56 points. Wow. And uh, I didn't see that game, obviously, because I'm shocked by that score. 56 to 21. Uh, you go down one more game. We got Iowa lost to Iowa State. Wow. Who saw that coming? Literally everybody. Literally everybody saw that coming, including me. I said it last week on the pod. I thought Ohio, I, not Ohio State. I thought Iowa State would win, and they did. Let's talk about Iowa for a second. People want, people want the offensive coordinator, Brian Frentz. How do you say the last name, Frentz? To be gone. They want him out of here, and this is how badly they want him out of here. Some of the fans. 
it's probably old news if you're following the Big Ten closely, but some of the fans paid for cameos for Bob Stoops and Fran McCaffrey, the head basketball coach at Iowa. Bob Stoops is not. He's just a guy. But um, And I actually don't understand the connection between Bob Stoops. I wish someone would tell me what, what that's all about. I don't really get the connection, but they paid for these two guys to do cameos for uh, Brian to basically leave Iowa. This is what the one from uh, Fran McCaffrey sounded like. Hey, Brian. Fran McCaffrey here. I wanted to reach out and let you know that all of us in the Hawkeye family are thinking about you. Your family loves you. Dad loves you. The Hawkeyes love you. If you think about making a move back to New England, or wherever you go, wherever you are, the Hawkeye family will always be with you. Go Hawks. Man. Fran had no idea who he was talking to. Um, but, of course, he was talking to offensive coordinator for Iowa. People want this guy gone. Listen, you have got to score some touchdowns. They scored one in the first three minutes of the game against Iowa State. Didn't score another point. They scored three, I, I guess you would call it offensive points, in the first game against, what was it, South Dakota State or uh, – yeah, South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits. Three points that game, and the other two points the defense, or I'm sorry, the other four points the defense scored, two safeties. you got to score more than 10 points in two games at a Big Ten school when you're playing inferior impo- opponents especially. So uh, I understand why Iowa fans are not happy. Um, not a lot of offense there. I am not going to bet on Iowa until I see them do something better. And I'm not expecting it this week. Uh, The next game, my boy Chase Brown and Illinois. I said this was going to happen too. Virginia, they smashed them. They won by 21. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought it would be like a maybe seven-point game, maybe. Uh, But they won by three touchdowns. Good job to Illinois. That's why I still like them. Uh, Purdue, 56-0 over Indiana State last week. Boring. Rutgers beats Wagner. Again, I didn't know they had a football team. Uh... 66 to 7. Rutgers is looking strong. Don't sleep on Rutgers. Rutgers is going to win a game that they're not supposed to win this year. It's going to be uh, an Ohio State. It's going to be a Michigan State or a a Michigan. They're going to win one of those games and everyone's going to be shocked. And I'm not. I'm not going to be shocked. Okay. Keep your eye on Rutgers. I don't know why I said okay right there, Uh, but keep an eye on them. And then our last two games, we had Indiana beat Idaho 35-22. to I'm thinking about going to check out Indiana in a few weeks, uh, which would be really exciting to see a new stadium and to check out the Hoosiers. They're playing pretty good right now. They're 2-0. So uh, we'll see how they do this week. We'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, lastly, save this for last, uh, Nebraska. I did not say it on the podcast, but I was on record with one of my neighbors saying that Georgia Southern not only would play tough, but they would win outright. Nebraska is so bad. You cannot lose that game. You can't lose to Georgia Southern. And they did. So they go uh, they go ahead and lose that game. Scott Frost walks into the locker room, straight through the locker room, picks up his stuff from the office, doesn't take a shower, I don't know if he talked to the media or not. I'm going to assume he didn't and went straight home and got a phone call on his way home and said, you're fired, sir. 
you don't come back to the school. You're done. Scott Frost is done. And now there's stories coming out that people internally were saying that Scott Frost wasn't committed. He didn't like recruiting. He didn't like doing the, the things that a head coach should be doing to promote a big time college football program. So Scott Frost is gone. Um, couldn't tell you the interim coach's name again. I'm casual. I'm not really sure what his name is. But um, a lot of people like Nebraska to bounce back this week because of the firing. You, you'd like to think that galvanizes the team. Um, I'm not one of them, though. <laughs> you have to have some players to be galvanized, and they just don't have it. Again, I said this a couple weeks ago. I like Thompson. He's a good player. He's an okay player. He's fine at quarterback. He's not great, but um, he ain't got no help. So he is in trouble. He is in trouble big time. So those were the games last week. I'm trying to think if I missed anything. Ah, let's go back to Iowa real quick. I'm sorry. I forgot to play this clip too. Um, back to Iowa. Not only are they calling for the offensive coordinator's head right now, they're also calling for Spencer Petrus's head. Is that how you say his name? Petrus? Petrus? Petri dish? Um, they want a new quarterback. I don't blame them. Guy... <laughs> You got to score. He didn't even do anything. He handed it off in the in the uh, opening quarter against Iowa State. Running back took it in. He didn't even throw it. He hasn't thrown a touchdown pass yet. I don't know how many first downs he's gotten. Um, but a media person, I don't know who this is from exactly, but I found this at Blake Horn TV on Twitter. So I'll give him credit for this. Uh, he posted this clip of Spencer being asked about his job. And I'm sure I know what's out there, and I could, I don't give a shit. Um, pardon me, but like my focus is on is on my own my own game, the game of football. Um, it, it becomes really easy when when you kind of have a feeling what's what's going on out there. Man, no, I'm sure. Wow. That's <laughs> I don't know, man. This guy, I I don't know if he's entitled or if. He truly doesn't care what other – you can't not care what other people think because there's people at Iowa that – it's not like – it's not like, the uh, you know, your rival is talking crap about you and saying that you should be benched. It's your own fans, bro. It's your own teammates probably. It's definitely people internally. They've already talked about it. At the post-game interviews, they were talking about possibly benching him. Like, the door is open, dude. You might be on the bench, so you better start giving a shit. If you don't right now, you better start. Um, so I don't know what's going on with him. I'm very interested to keep watching it, though, to see if he's going to get another start or uh, what's going to happen with uh, Spencer. So to recap real quick, I went 3-3 three and three last week. I'm 8-7 and seven on the year with my picks. Penn State covered. Ohio State did not. Wisconsin did not. Michigan State, thank you. Illinois, thank you. And Michigan did not cover as well. That made me three and three on the week. So let's talk about this week's games, shall we? We have, as I'm looking at the scoreboard real quick and stalling for time, we have week three. Let me click on it here. And I'm going to pull up my uh, gambling app because I don't have the exact lines right now. And I'm going to keep talking until I get to that. Let's start with Michigan because it's at the top of the ESPN uh, website. They are obviously favored to win. UConn, ter another terrible team for Michigan. 
I don't expect I don't expect Michigan to have any troubles with this game. Um, I don't expect UConn to put up a fight. I also do not expect, after what I saw last week, I do not expect Michigan to cover. I'm going to go off the lines that are on ESPN right now. I usually use MGM, but they're probably similar, so I'll just go off of that. I'm not picking Michigan. I'm not taking the over-under. The way that Michigan took their starters out last week, I don't expect them to win by 47.5 this weekend. Uh, so I'm going to skip that game. But Michigan's for sure going to win. Uh, then you have Nebraska and Oklahoma. Oklahoma is favored by 11.5. I am betting this game. I told you that I'm not high on Nebraska. I don't think that they're going to come together with an interim coach. I don't think they're going to play well. I just don't think they have the players. So I'm taking Oklahoma minus 11 and a half. That's going to be my first pick of the weekend. Northwestern against Southern Illinois. Don't see a line on this game, so I don't know what the line is for that. I expect Northwestern to win at home against an 0-2 Southern Illinois team that I know nothing about other than it looks like they might be the Huskies based on this icon. Not sure. Uh, then we have Syracuse against Purdue. Purdue on the road going to Syracuse. Syracuse is getting one and a half. They're favored. I'm sorry. They're favored by one and a half. They're not getting it. Okay. Um, I like Purdue in this spot, but again, I'm not going to bet it. It's too small of a line. I do think that Purdue could win this game, and I think that they should win this game, but I, I'm not going to bet that one, though. I'm just not going to do it. All right, uh, next up we have Indiana versus Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky went out to Hawaii and beat them at home. Indiana, much better team. They're only favored by 6.5. I like Indiana in this spot. It's 6.5. I think they win by a touchdown. So give me Indiana as my second pick this weekend, uh, winning at home against Western Indy, or I'm sorry, Western <laughs> Kentucky. Rutgers going to Temple. This is a huge line for Rutgers, minus 18 and a half. I do, I'm, I haven't bet Rutgers a lot in my life, or especially this year, but this is one that I am going to take. Temple is notoriously bad at football, so bad. They're one and one this year. I don't know who they beat. I could look it up. I'm not going to. Um, Rutgers, the weird thing about this game is they're favored by 18, but the over-under is only 44. So they're expecting this game to be like 30 to 7, maybe. I'm not sure what they're really expecting, but something somewhere around there. Um, but I like Rutgers to cover here. They played good enough. They scored enough points last week that I think that they can put it up even on the road this week. Uh, save that game for the end. Uh, I'm going to go down to Minnesota and Colorado. Minnesota favored heavy against the 0-2 Buffaloes. 27 and a half. It's too many points for me. I'm staying away from it. I'm staying away from it. I just don't like it. All right. I'm uh, going to go to the next. I do think Minnesota is going to win, though, obviously, against Colorado. I don't see an upset happening at home for Minnesota right there. So um, don't expect any nonsense right there. Uh, we got Wisconsin. Coming off a bad loss, just a really bad loss. And they're playing 0-3, 0-3 New Mexico State. A Mexico, New Mexico, I'm sorry, New Mexico State, not Mexico State. That'd be crazy if Mexico had just one football team, Mexico State. That'd be wild. Um, but we got 
0-3 New Mexico State, who got blown out by Minnesota by 38. Um, and that means that Wisconsin's getting 37. I don't like this line at all. I don't like how many points Wisconsin can score, but I'm also scared to take New Mexico State because that's too many. That, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to score at all. So it's just a matter of how many points uh, Wisconsin's going to put up. Are they going to score 42? I don't know. They can score. I don't know if they can score 49. I mean, the over-under is 46, so I, I just don't like that game. I'm staying away from it. I do expect Wisconsin to win, though. I just don't know how much their offense is going to be able to do. We'll see. Um, I'm coming back to the well with this one. Ohio State's playing Toledo. Every, it seems like every year there's a game at the beginning of the year where Ohio State is blowing somebody out and it's over it's like 62 or 71 to like zero and you're just like wow how did they score that many points and they haven't done it yet and the line this week is 32 and they're playing toledo who is two and oh toledo if i'm remembering correctly it was either last year or the year before that played ohio state tough they played them real tough i'm like talking myself out of this right now but uh Man, should I take that game? I don't know. How many more games do I got? I'm not going to take it. I'm going to stay away from Ohio State this week. Because this next game I'm for sure betting on. It is going to be Michigan State going out to Washington. Uh, by the way, Ohio State, I do expect them to win again. Uh, I don't think Toledo is going to play them that tough. But 32 is a lot of points. I'm staying away. I am staying away. Um, we have Michigan State going to Washington. This is a storyline because... To start the season before any games were played, Michigan State was favored like an early line against Washington by four. They are now catching three, which is really weird to see a seven-point shift within a couple weeks of the season, especially because Washington and Michigan State have played very similar teams. So it doesn't really make sense, and they've had similar outcomes. They beat Kent State 45-20. to 20. They beat Portland State uh, 52 to six. That's a big, I guess, a big win. But Portland State is chips, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I like Michigan State in this spot. You get three points. Michigan State played really well last week. They have a chance to prove that they are in the elite of the Big Ten. This is a chance to prove it. This is one of the, this is the second biggest game of the weekend. Jalen Berger, that's his name. Here it is, right here. Um, the second biggest game of the weekend, as far as like from a marquee standpoint, Michigan State's going to be in the spotlight. It's going to be a late game. It's on ABC. There's not a lot of other good games going around nationally With this Georgia week. Natural gas. I don't want to hear the ad, please. Apologize. Um, there's not going to be a lot of other good games going on at that time. Michigan State's going to be in the spotlight. They're on the cusp of being in the top 10. If they really wanted to prove that they're a top 10 team, Here's the spot to do it. I like Michigan State with the three, but I like them even better. I, I like them with the. I like them to win first of all. I think Michigan State wins this game, but I'm going to take my three points though, just to give me a little buffer on my bet, um, and I'll run with that. And I think it might even be three and a half right now. Once I once all said and done, um, so I like Michigan State a lot this weekend. Um, I'm going down a little bit further. We got Iowa versus Nebraska. I. I just can't. I can't bet on Iowa. I can't do it. I just can't. I don't like it at all. 
They're favored by 23 and a half. I don't know enough, enough about Nevada. I know they got two wins. I was only got one. This might this might be a spot where Nevada stays close, but Iowa finally scores some points and gets a little bit of the heat off of them. So I like a like a 24 to like 17 game or something like that. Um, so you might want to bet the over on this because the over under is 39. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be close on both of those, the over-under and uh, Iowa. I'm staying away from this game. Uh, second to last game that I'm going to talk about today, and then I'll wrap this up. We got Maryland and SMU. This is insane to me. The over-under is 74. I'm not, <laughs> that is a ton of points, dude. 74. I am hammering the under in this game. 74 is a ridiculous – I mean, if you look at these games side by side, Iowa and Maryland, Iowa's over-under is less than 40, and Maryland's over-under is more than 70. That is insane. That is insane how many more points there are. You look at Maryland, they've been scoring a lot of points, but they're playing a better team this week. They're playing SMU. They're in a spot where this is going to be a tighter game. I think defense has a bigger impact on this game. Maryland's favored by two and a half. That's a small amount of points. I don't like it. I'm taking... The under, and I'm going with it. I can't remember if that was my third. I got Michigan State. I got that under. I said that I'm taking, what else did I say? Indiana and then uh, Oklahoma. So my last game, this is the biggest game of the weekend, in my opinion, as far as, like like I said, from a marquee standpoint, from a, you turn on your TV, you're excited to see these two teams playing. You got Penn State. You got Auburn who Auburn was supposed to be down this year. They're 2-0, but this is a huge test for both these teams. Auburn at home, you're playing a top 25 team in Penn State. Penn State, you got a lot to prove. I just talked about their running back. I just talked about how they're a potential top 10 team maybe in the next few weeks. They keep winning, they will be. Um, I don't know what I'm going to get from Auburn. That's what I'm worried about. Are their fans going to have that big of an impact? It's an afternoon game. I thought that was going to be a night game. That would be such a good night game. You sit down at like 8 o'clock, you grab a beer, you flip it on, and it just kicked off. Penn State and Auburn. Oh, my God. That would have been such a good night game. But it's in the afternoon, nonetheless. Um, what I'm going to do here is I am going to go... Man, this is a tough spread. It's it's Penn State by three. So I'm going to take Penn State. I'm going to stick to my Big Ten ties right here for this bet. Sean Clifford, you have a lot to prove. You got five touchdowns so far. You're going to need some more this weekend. Nicholas Singleton, you got a lot to prove. You got two touchdowns so far. The difference is you got a lot of yards, 210 yards rushing already, which is crazy on 20 carries. This guy's averaging over 10 yards per carry. I don't expect that this weekend against Auburn, but I do expect him to have a good game. I expect him to get maybe, I expect him to get 20 carries this weekend. You know, against, he's only got 20 on the year so far, but against this team, they need, they're going to need to establish a run. So um, I'm going to take Penn State minus the three. I hope they win. I'm going to be cheering for Penn State, um, obviously against the SEC team. 
But um, I don't know what's going to happen. Man, this podcast ran long. Hopefully never do this again. But anyways, uh, that's my picks. Um, that's what I think is going to happen. That's what's going on in the Big Ten this week. Uh, I'm having a bl- I can't believe that it's only week three and there's this many storylines. You got the Iowa stuff. You got the Michigan quarterback stuff. You got Michigan State point spread switching. You got – what else did I talk about today? I, I can't even remember. It's just so much stuff going on. It's wild. Um, really fun time to be a Big Ten fan. I hope you guys enjoy the games this weekend as much as I will. Lastly, uh, I've already talked about my Etsy shop. The link is in my Twitter bio, at Big Ten on Twitter. And I just finished uh, all the winter hat, all the winter hats. I'm not going to call it a line because I'm not a designer. But I, if you are a fan of a Big Ten team um, and you would like a winter hat to support your team, it's on my Etsy shop and I would appreciate it. And uh, I guess that's it. Let me know if you buy one, though, so I can talk about you on the pod. I will talk about you fully. I don't know about fully, but I'll mention you. Um, if you listen to all this, thank you, man. Sorry, this is almost a half hour long. But uh, I'm just super excited about this week. I think there was a lot going on. I'll try to do two next week. I'm not making any promises because I don't care that much. Um, but I had a good time recording this one, and uh, we'll see you guys next week, man. Good luck to all your teams.